It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday and we're back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and what's going on all over social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Hey, fellas. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Al, you're wearing glasses, so I can only assume you had an amazing, very eventful (laughs) Thursday night. night. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to hide my red eyes. Do you have red eyes? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Well, we'll never know, I guess. Q, how you doing over there? I'm tired, Claudia. You, you ever just get to the end of the week and just feel whoa wild, roll hard and put away wet? Like that if that that that's how I'm feeling. I'm just just feeling real slut bucket at this at the end of the week. Just whoa wild. You said slut bucket? Slut yeah. bucket? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sounds kind of fun. All right. Well, what you <laughs> y'all got plans this weekend? Are you just going to recover? What's going on this weekend? I, I am definitely uh, recovering, but it's more like a mental recovery. You know, obviously with my foot situation, my house has been a mess. My business is falling by the wayside. I just got so much old emails and I'm just overwhelmed. I plan to use the weekend to just declutter my mind, declutter my life, declutter my house and do what? unlock my better self <laughs> not me i'm unlocking my worst self i'm jumping on a plane tonight after the show to head back to los angeles and tomorrow i'm going to the sentinel which is the oldest one of the oldest newspapers in um, african-american owned newspapers in america i'm going to their taste of soul event claudia you you're very familiar with it you lived in la it's mm-hmm. been going on for over 20 plus years and t- saturday night I will be hanging out in the comedy VIP suite with Tiffany Haddish. They're doing a whole comedy lineup with uh, with comedy VIPs, and Tiffany Haddish will be hosting it. So I can't wait because it's almost so much. It's always so much fun hanging out with her, Claudia. You remember the last time you invited me down to Aruba with <laughs> with your boy Don? No, is it Don? Dion. Dion. Dion and. Uh, and Tiffany and I just danced the night away. So I'm looking forward to just as much fun this weekend. I remember you trying to track her down down there. You was like, what's your room number? Look at Al. Okay, Al and Tiffany. Have you been to Taste of Soul? Like, they have lots of food from all over. It's going to be... Right. Like, this is my first time. Go with the empty yeah, this is my first time. All right, good. That's going to be lots of fun. All right, y'all. Are we drinking tonight or are we doing the unlocking thing? What are we doing? We unlocking. I got my water. <laughs> Al, is that a drink already? Not me, girl. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, Lord. Here we go. My um, buttery Chardonnay. Lord. I'm going to be around the house this weekend right now. They're, they're um, priming my house because I'm painting it a whole different color. And so it's going to be a whole transformation of my house. So um, it should be done by the time we get back to work on Monday or Tuesday. So I'll, I'll definitely share some photos with y'all. All right, y'all, before we dive into some topics, we are kicking off the show by highlighting random facts about Breast Cancer Awareness Month with Did You Know? All right, according to Breast Cancer Prevention Partners, the following products that are often marketed to Black women contain some of the most worrisome ingredients in cosmetics that lead to breast cancer. Skin lighteners, hair relaxers, Brazilian blowout treatments, acrylic nails. Did you guys know about all of these facts, Al? Um, I didn't in the beginning, but as I shared with you before, I have a good friend, uh, a high school uh, crush that 
I experienced uh, uh, breast cancer with. And so we learned this in class, actually. And it's so funny because if you put that list back up production, it appears to me that these are all things that make you look, smell, and feel white. It's a damn shame. The acrylic nails, that worries me because I had no idea about that one, but it can't be good for you. And I definitely will probably stop doing that. Brazilian blow it. I tried that once. It's awful. It has formaldehyde. It's it, it burns your scalp. It's a heart skin lighteners. What are we doing that for? People do uh, skin lighteners all the time. Uh, but you know, Q, Claudia, just so you be clear, as it relates to the acrylic nails, it's the technician that uses and applies the acrylic nails that are the ones that are more at risk. And the reason why they mention it for African-American females is because they are the third largest number of nail technicians in America. I can never find them. I never find sisters that do nails. I always, anyways, Q, what do you think about this? Any, um, about these ingredients? Yeah, it's so funny because Al said all the things that help you be white. And I was gonna, and on the flip side of that, I was about to say, damn, sounds like, a lot of the products that black women use, uh, you know, it's so funny. Don't quote me on this, but uh, Dr. Contessa from Married to Medicine, her husband, Dr. Scott, I think did a thing on his Instagram post a few months back, also saying that the gel nails are now known to cause cancer as well. So it's funny that you say acrylic for the technician, but according mm -hmm. to Dr. Scott, gel for the recipient. Um, I mm. guess it's got something to do with that machine that you ladies stick your hands up under in like. conjunction with the with the the chemicals or whatever it causes cancer. So um, I did not know these things. However, you know, on a deeper dive at another time, I think it would be worth having a more robust conversation about. You know what I'm saying? The 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 chemicals used to physically alter ourselves to fit a European standard of beauty. That would be a very interesting conversation to have. Last time I got my uh, set of nails taken off, they, you know, they filed down the old set and put on new. And one of my nails was the the nail bed, like the skin underneath was a weird greenish purplish color. And they were able like, oh no, it's no big deal. I was like, no, no, that is a big deal. That is something that's not normal. So I, I mean, reconsider some of the stuff. Yeah, it could be infection. It could be anything like who knows now. All right. You probably, well, digging, you probably digging your butt. Funky, <laughs> <laughs> stop putting your habits on me. I'm a lady. You're the nasty <laughs> here. Okay. She's in your house and talk to me. Smelly. Claudia, you your butt. Claudia, you digging in your butt. Come on. Change your butt. Be the butt. Y'all go, go clean your house. Uh, right. Come butt. on. It's okay to be digging your butt. Are you done? <laughs> it's so cute how y'all try to tag teaming, but y'all both be the nasty ones. Let's go. Let's take a moment to acknowledge our soulmate, Tiffany Freeman, out of Chicago, Illinois, who is a breast cancer survivor. Thank you for sending in your photos, Tiffany. Uh, now, Tiffany was diagnosed with uh, DCIS stage zero breast cancer in 2017, and she had a lumpectomy with a nipple and areola extraction on the left breast, which can be called a partial mastectomy. Fortunately, the doctors were able to remove it, but they uh, told her that it would have been a different story if she waited just six more months. So early detection is a must. Now, during her follow-up visit, the doctor shared that her pathology report revealed that her cancer was estrogen receptive and that she had two very small dots that were uh, HER2 positive, elevating her breast cancer to stage 1A. But throughout it all, she's now celebrating six years of being cancer-free from breast cancer. What do you think about this compelling story, Q? 
Woo-woo. Well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to our soulmate, Tiffany. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, you just taught me something. I never knew that stage zero cancer existed at all. And I'm just super ecstatic that this beautiful black queen caught it on time. Early detection is the key, you know, um, and that they were able to get it squared away. And she's here to continue to live life, uh, live God's purpose and, and continue to watch us on TGIS. So Tiffany, God bless you and your family. And I'm happy you made it. All right, Al, what do you think? Tiffany, thank you so much for sharing this story. And and I want to apologize to one of our other soulmates and my sister-in-law, Pamela Harrison Reynolds. Because of you, Tiffany, you made me realize my sister-in-law had the same thing, which was stage zero, stage one, and I really didn't take it as it meant anything. I would kind of just, I just kind of, you know, shrug it under the rug and was like, okay, she's going to be fine. But that's not a part of the breast cancer journey. It's also a mental journey and a psychological journey. And I want to apologize for my sister-in-law, Pam Harrison Reynolds, for taking your diagnosis lightly. And thank you for Tiffany for teaching me and opening my eyes on how all cancer diagnosis a hard diagnosis to 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 process and to be a part of your life and to overcome. Thank you, Tiffany. And also thank you, Pam Harrison Reynolds. All right, for sure. All right, let's get to the show. Word on the streets that Tupac's stepbrother, Morphine Shakur, received a phone call from Diddy back in 2008 regarding the death of the late rapper. Now, Moprim recently revealed, Puff called me back in the day. He was like, I just want you to know I ain't have nothing to do with your brother's murder. I know who you are, but we never met. And I just want to call you man to man and let you know that I have nothing to do with your brother's death. All right. Uh, wow. What are your thoughts on Mo Prem uh, releasing this information, Q? I mean, it's honestly and truthfully, it's, it's it's useless information, right? If if if, if uh, it, this was my fear with the resurrection of this Tupac and Biggie stuff, it's almost as if y'all are ripping a bandaid off of an old wound that the hip hop community has kind of moved on from. And, and it's bothersome to me. I said this when the Chief Keith guy, or not Chief Keith, Keefy D guy uh, first got arrested. Like if this is not gonna lead to a, a conviction and a conclusion to this big mystery of who killed Tupac and Biggie, do not drag the people through all of this. And now we've got to relive all of this trauma. And every week, now we got to hear about old uh, beeper messages and old two-way pager messages and old taxi cab drivers got stories. First and foremost, I didn't even know Tupac had a brother. So, I mean, I missed the Moprim. I, I ain't never even heard of this man. I guess that's probably the most uh, newsworthy thing in this story to me is the fact that Tupac even had a brother. But Miss me with the useless information. All right, he called you and said, what are we supposed to do with this? Okay. All right. Al, what do you think? Not me. I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of this. Before I talk about that, though, I do want to tell the soulmates that Keefe D's arraignment has been postponed. We know he was supposed to be back in court this week, but it has been postponed. And keep your eyes and ears open on when we will see that arraignment. Now, as it relates to this story, let's be clear. 
Diddy was not just calling pro pro Mo Prim or Prime or whatever you know I'll butcher a name because he wanted to to clear his name or let him know he called him because an article in the LA Times at that time was coming out alleging that P Diddy was in fact involved and what's so fascinating to me it appears that this time around which is what's so exciting to me everyone is not being as quiet as they have been in the past including what we all know 50 Cent has been pointing the finger or suggesting that definitely Diddy had something to do with it and what's even super more interesting to me is that Diddy has been super quiet during all of this as of recent and we know that Diddy's online we know that Diddy is in tune with what the media is saying and we know that Diddy his family his kids his mother all understand what this really means but I can't wait until Diddy steps forward and I'm expecting it to come in the next couple of days and 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 say and tell us and put this all to bed that once and for all you had nothing to do with the death of Tupac I think the phone call is relevant because I feel like it gives an alibi. Like, why would you just call someone that you don't know? You're not cool with them. Y'all ain't friends. You've never met. Hey, man, just so you know, I had nothing to do with this. It just feels like you're laying like when someone's about to cheat or whatever. Oh, I really, I'm going to my cousin's house. Okay, go to your cousin's house then. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All right, coming up next, why the state of Florida is floridering. And later, we're guessing the race behind hideous scenarios. Stay close. Welcome back to TGIF. Don't forget to hit that like button in the chat. We appreciate all of them. All right, whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. That's why we are giving you the 411 in What the Florida. <laughs> you be laughing at the weirdest like it'd be I'm like not, I'm loving Florida, Florida and, and Q I just know because he gonna come up with some ridiculous excuse he's gonna he's gonna like pull it out as you know what and it's like even more ridiculous like okay let's go my bad party of my funny has must have gone to a new level when I haven't even cracked a grin <laughs> or word and through telekinesis the it's amazing. Laughing. Al, you have done wonders for my self-esteem and my confidence. Thank I'm you. I'm just saying, I'm sure the soulmates feel the exact same way. They cannot wait to hear what is about to come out your mouth. <laughs> I'll be having little Tourette's outbursts of laughter sometimes. They'll be talking about tragic stuff. He'd be like, <laughs> all right, now, now you're laughing. They love your laugh. They live for your laugh. All right, a Florida maintenance man is under arrest after allegedly breaking into a woman's home, climbing in her bed, and tapping her on the shoulder. Now, the woman claims she defended herself before he ran off and was later captured and charged with burglary with Battery Funky. Any thoughts on this story? Oh, absolutely. Climate change. Okay? One word. Climate change. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead, Al. Hold on. See, because I, I had to get up two days ago to go do some blood work. I had to be there between 7 and 9, and the sun was down. It was 59 degrees down here in Miami, uh -huh. the southernmost point of Florida. 59 degrees, okay? It's cold out here. And people in Florida is not used to this, okay? We're not used to this. We, we don't have the appropriate clothes. We don't have no boots. We don't have underclothes. Okay? And that man was cold. Oh. He was cold. See? Oh. He, he, he didn't go... 
She was in there sleep. He could have got in there and, and, and dug all in her tussie cat. He didn't, he didn't touch her tussie cat. He touched her covers. That man was cold. <laughs> I love the fact that the dude got in the bed and tapped her on her shoulder like, is that time? <laughs> oh, that's not funny. But anyway, I did want to share this, though. You know, 65% of home invaders know their victims and maintenance men are among those individuals. So if you live in an apartment complex, be very aware when someone comes to fix your kitchen sink, your bathroom, your toilet, your air conditioner, because you're opening them up to under to knowing your environment. So just, just be very, very careful about things like that. And also, we found out that this young man was a sexual predator list. So I think it may be also very helpful, especially women and, and, and single women, be sure to check your sexual predator list that's in your zip code at least twice a year. They recommend January and June. If not, they say do it when you do your taxes. How scary. Imagine being in your bed and you're not expecting anyone to be there and someone taps you on the shoulder and looks like Claudia, that. This, listen. Go ahead. That lady ain't telling the damn truth. You heard your door open. You heard somebody walk through your house. They had to peel back your covers, get in there, and then you didn't wake up until the person tapped you on That's your shoulder. Tapped you on your shoulder. Goodbye. And I'm Britney Spears. You need to go get a sleep study test and get a sleep apnea machine or something if your ass sleeping that damn hard and all that can transpire and you still sleep. I get pissed off in the middle of the night or when I'm sleeping, my neighbors go walk their damn dog and I can hear the dog on the tile. It's something in the milk ain't clean. They said, no, he climbed through her daughter's window and went to her bedroom. Well, you didn't hear him still walking in your house. I, 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 and wrestling and rumbling. And where was your daughter? Well, maybe the daughter was at her daddy house. Who cares? You no, know, you blame anything with daughter. You just defend. And in other stories, you're so quick to condemn. And I don't know who sleeps this hard. Who sleeps this hard? You. Have you ever tried to hear how many times we try to call your ass? To try no, to that's because I cut work? my phone off because y'all hoes run up the group chat too much when I be asleep. That's, anyway. I put my phone on do not disturb. That's different. No, and this ain't got nothing to do with me, Claudia. Here we go. Oh, a Florida woman's mugshot is going viral after she was arrested for allegedly physically assaulting her mother, stealing her car, and striking her with it. The suspect, Amber Sharon Rusnik, is now facing her 10th arrest since 2018 and fourth arrest this year. Now, her previous charges include domestic battery, drug possession, prostitution, and battery. Funky. Please yeah, I don't like this already. I don't like this already. Why are they bringing up this lady past? I don't want to hear nothing about this until we figure out what the argument was between her and her mama. Based on the way she looked, she came out of her mama. The apple probably ain't fall too far from the tree. How we know the mama ain't sleep with her man? How we know the mama ain't stole her tax money? How we know the mama ain't take her cigarettes out of her pocketbook? Until we hear watch. Because listen, don't act like some people don't deserve to be ran over. Ah, uh, honor your parents. You got to be a special type of drug if you put your hands on your mother like that. And look at that picture. Put that picture back up. Is that a patch on her forehead? Yes. But, yes, okay, is what is really it. going on? She's probably covering those 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 sores that she got. I listen, I am very I'm one of those biblical guys, the fifth commandment, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long. I don't care how bad things are, I will never try to kill my mother or my father. Not me, girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> me and my mama, I don't want no this, cigarettes. Not me no and my mama got in a fist fight one time. I was fighting for my life. <laughs> you got in a fist fight with your mother? I sure did. Over what, Q? I mean, it was a build-up thing, but baby, we was out there tussling in that parking lot. She won, but <laughs> no, I was like, I think I was like, I was a senior in high school. I was fighting for my life. Did you? Did this happen in front of other students? You, your mother whooping your ass? No, it happened in front of my grandmother well, and the neighbors. Have you had therapy about this? This explains. It comes up. It comes up. Come up. <laughs> all makes sense now. How could you know you want to know what people who always talk that honor that mother and that father stuff, you know, they always talk about it from the perspective of the love that they have for their parents. But people need to understand that, that the relationship you have with your parents is not the same relationship that everybody else has in their parents. Some people yeah. have horrible ass parents. You can't tell me, granted, my mother's not a crackhead, but you can't tell me if your mother was a crackhead, you know what I'm saying, that just really puts you through a whole lot of trauma that you running around here talking about honor my mama and I'm not honoring my mama. Fuck that. I agree with that. I, and I don't think just because someone's your relative that you have to give them the utmost respect that they mistreated you. I think people, they don't get a pass because they have similar blood. If anything, I would have a higher standard for you. So I, I feel you on that. But yeah, so Al, you said that was a fifth commandment? Yeah. Okay. All right. We got to look them up. We got to post them on our page. All right. Another arrest news. A 52-year-old man was arrested after allegedly throwing a beer bottle at a 12-year-old boy's head. The man apparently got upset after the young boy sprayed him with water. You already know how I'm going to first on this one. Whenever there's an adult beating on a kid, it's funky Dineva time. Funky. <laughs> and this is a closed case. I mean, we, got, we, we know everything that we need in this store. We know the cause. And the effect. 12-year-old sprayed man with water, man who got wet with water, retaliated by busting 12-year-old upside the head with a bottle. With a beer bottle. <laughs> sounds, uh, sounds about right to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, listen, you threw a projectile object at me, which was water. I threw a projectile object back at you. Not my fault that the first thing I could get my hands on happened to be harder than the water that you threw at me. You throw a rock at me, I might throw a boulder at you. But it sounds to me that somebody need to raise their children right. Because had he never sprayed that grown man, honor thy neighbors and thou will not have gash in forehead. That's the 13th <laughs> commandment. Now, oh, now, now you want to honor. Now you oh, want to honor. Hold on. Now now you I might not need to honor the commandment. Girl. Ain't one of them um, love thy neighbor? <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, all right. Well, well, in this particular case, Q, in this particular case, I'm with you on this one a little bit, okay? This, I felt that this was an appropriate charge for a 53-year-old man for throwing a beer bottle because it did lacerate the young man's head. However, the young boy did pull a gun on him, and the gun just happened to be a water gun, and he shot it at him. He shot the water. So I'm going to say it, it it's possible that when he first saw the gun come out, he didn't know it was a water gun. So when he got sprayed, he flung the bottle real quick to, to you know, stop from being shot. Now, I'm going to give him that a little bit. So in this case, if we're going to charge the man, we should possibly think about what should the charge be for the young man. And even if it's not a real gun and it's a water gun, we know that it's illegal 
It's absolutely illegal to spray someone with water. Now, the maximum fine is just a couple of hundred dollars to a thousand, but it still is illegal. I am not buying that the water gun look like a real gun. It got them little orange. They be looking so fake and like toys. I think this this guy, show his picture again, please, production. I think this guy is the white version of Funky Dineva. He <laughs> hates kids. He's looking for any reason to put a gash in a kid's head. He's like, them kids. And then he's like, I was scared. Yo, come on. You know water guns be looking mad fake with the little tips. They be looking all. I think, again, he's the white Funky Dineva and he hates kids. That's what I think. And I think he got his lick on. That's what I think. All right. Coming up next, we are playing a fun game of Guess What Race. And later, find out what keeps Whoopi Goldberg mentally stained. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. All right. Are you one of those people who says they don't see color? Do you pride yourself on not feeding into the stereotypes? Well, we're going to put that to a test in Guess What Race. Now, I want to see where the soulmates stand on this, so please throw your answers in the chat after we read each of the headlines. All right, y'all, I want to hear what you think about this. A man frauded his way into becoming a lawyer and won 26 of his cases despite never going to law school. Now, he probably would have still been winning cases if a real lawyer didn't submit a complaint after not being able to handle uh, access to fake lawyer's account while looking him up. Guess what race? Al? I'm going to say this is something like Suits, maybe the the Netflix series where the young white boy um, had that telepathic uh, memory or whatever you call it. Um, I'm going to say white. Okay, Q. So all things considered, I would say white because he got away with perpetrating being a lawyer. And that's the type of thing that only somebody with the skin color, uh, the complexion for the protection can get away with. But I am familiar with this story, and he was black. All right. Funky, you are right. It was a young black man from Kenya, actually. The man who beat the system was from Kenya, a man named Brian Mawanda Ninjog. 26 cases he won. They should just let him do his thing. If he, he must I, be. You, to be honest with yeah. you, I think so, too. I, well, I think he can probably so go too. the same route. He can go the same route as, as uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian and go ahead and, and get get... His license. That's, if, if it works, did he do that? But I think he did this in Africa. He did yeah. it in Africa. It wasn't in the U.S. So I don't know if their oh, bar okay. process is the same as ours over here. But, I mean, it sounds to me like he got the stuff. Yeah. He must be good. And real, I don't even hear real lawyers winning 26 cases straight. Mm-hmm. All right. A high school teacher was placed on leave after officials discovered that she was getting naked and performing on a pornographic website to supplement her salary. I'm thinking it was OnlyFans. Guess what race? She was white. She had to be. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to say white. Okay. Um the woman who needed to bust it open to make ends meet was a 28-year-old white woman named Brianna Copage from Missouri. Look at her. Like you would never, those be the ones are the ones you would never think. Those be the ones. And those be the ones that make money too. With the girl next door look like I look like a teacher, but I don't look like I lay it low and spread it wide. She probably made a lot. <laughs> All right. A Louisiana high school student lost her student government position and scholarship opportunities after a twerking video was shared 
all over social media. So it cost her a whole lot. Can you guess the race? Um, Twerking is part of Black culture, so I'm not going to say Black. But it is becoming an acceptable part of Black culture, rather. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, a little white Christian girl at a Christian school or something. I'm going to say white. Yeah, I'm going to say white, too, only because her... <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity, scholarship opportunities revoked. Because, you know, a little black girl, if it was a little scholarship for little black girls, they're going to expect it. Damn. I mean, you know, black, it's a part of our culture. It's not a damn thing. Little black girls know how to twerk better than grown black women these days. Okay. All right. Come on. The student is a white lady, white young lady named Kaylee Timone. She don't even look like she would twerk. Look at that. All right. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lots of fun, y'all. Good job. Keep it locked because coming up next, Whoopi Goldberg opens up about mental health. And later, Martha Stewart is keeping it sexy while slamming trolls. Let's talk about it when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Whoopi Goldberg recently revealed how she keeps her mental health in check. The EGOT winner said, I try to laugh and pee. She further explained that she is now at a certain age where she wets herself if she starts having too much fun. What are your thoughts and how do you guys keep your mental health in check? Al. Uh, 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 I don't laugh and pee. I know that. Um, but you know what I do want to say, you know, here on TGIF, we're pretty open. All three of us have shared our struggles with mental health issues. And we have over the past, what, going on three years, we've been very candid and transparent. And I just want to thank you guys, especially Claudia and Q, for allowing me to be vulnerable and, and, and create a safe space for us to talk about this type of stuff. I believe that you have to find what works for you to reduce that stress and that anxiety. I do encourage people of our community, though, to also seek professional mental health services in the form of therapy, in the form of coaching, in the form of whatever is comfortable for you, because I have done it for over 10 years and it has brought me a long, long, long way. So I encourage others to do it as well. All right. Q. Uh, you know, this story made me laugh because Whoopi could just do no wrong in my book. We all know laughter uh, is, is good for the soul. And, uh, you know, Claudia, I'm so glad that you asked the question, what do we do for our own mental health? Because when I was prepping for the show and I went through this story, instantly the thought that came to my mind, especially with the line of work that we're in, I asked myself, what is it that I do? And then I realized for most people in our age bracket and millennials, Honestly, if you step away from social media, like turn it off, it really would help a large percentage of people's mental health by way of information overload, by way of people having access to your emotions if you're not strong enough to handle it. So for me, um, I uh, stay away from social media. Um, and I go to my happy place, which is which is my house. Like I, I went out of my way to make my home super comfortable. And I, I just stay in my home and I insulate myself with people who love, cherish, and respect me. Very good. I think that this is a good conversation we should have. Um, I think the social media thing is a, a great uh, piece of advice. When I had to go off in the jungle when I was gone for a while, I didn't I have access to anything for a while. And I found myself appreciating smaller things that I didn't even notice anymore. I like notice 
stars and constellations and um, more present in conversations with the people I was with. Um, and I also realized that um, a big thing about mental health to protect your peace is actually not sharing with people that don't really give a damn about you that you think might. And I know I do that a lot. Like I have a thing where I'll think maybe because I'll have empathy for the you, y'all have empathy for me. But I see a lot of times there's a lot of jealousy around me. There's a lot of people that say, good, they secretly want me to have some kind of struggles because it evens the playing field in a way. Oh, you got that car? Well, you be, I'm glad you're sad. Well, you know, hey, that's the price you pay or, or whatever. And I, I, I find myself trying to you know, stop sharing with people because not everybody really cares or really wants the best for you. And then it makes you feel even worse. You shared and then it's like crickets or you shared and no one's like, give me a hug, you know? And I think we, we try, we, we think that we're going to get the same in return. That's been a really difficult thing for me, expecting the same treatment back, but social media, fantastic. And listen, if there's something that makes you happy, who gives a damn what someone else thinks? If it's, if it comes at the end of a glass of wine or a bottle or if it comes from a chocolate sundae, or if it comes from getting on a plane or doing what you do that makes you feel better, get you out of the dumps, then I think you should do it and, and screw whatever the judgment is. And kudos to you, Whippy. And as you get older, you do tend to have less control over your pee. I will so, Claudia, when you laugh, do you pee yet? What happened? So when you laugh, do you pee yet? I don't have that yet, but I find myself like, when it's time to pee, like, why does this happen? You'd be like, eh, I kind of got to pee. But the closer you get to the bathroom, it's almost like where it gets overwhelming. Like, oh my God, I almost, I really didn't have to pee. But now if I don't go right this second, it's going to come out. Y'all get that? <laughs> oh, I, I get it. I, I get it all the time. I can get on the highway coming home from somewhere and not have to pee at all. Uh, the moment I get off on my exit, then I have to pee. When I pull in my driveway, it comes down a little harder. When I get on the elevator, it's like it's about to come out. And then the moment, like you said, you unzip your pants and you go to whatever, then it just. Whoosh. Why did that happen? Like, it's like it's mental. Old. I think it's mental. Y'all's urethas are overworked. <laughs> I don't do I have, I I have one. I know the one that does the group sex ain't talking. Like, Party, oh my God, y'all's urethra, y'all need to throw your urethra in the garbage and get your <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't really have that problem. The only problem I have is early in the morning when I, I drink before I go to bed, when I I literally have to get up and get to the bathroom like within seconds because it's, it's about to come out. What were we going to say, Funky? That I'd rather have a broke urethra than be an alcoholic and have to drink before I go to bed, but... Oh, you talking about yourself? Not me, girl. You're, all, you're the only one that set a bar every night drinking. Ba baby, and I be down there saving souls, okay? I don't <laughs> myself for how long? My better self for how long? Not the day uh, sale. <laughs> mm. Oh, like Nene said, don't make me call heavenly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get her on the line. Get her on the line. I'm ready. There's been a lot of shots fired this week. What is going mm. on? Mm. All right. We need a vacation. Right. Exactly. Okay. Speaking of mental health, a series of text messages have resurfaced from Kanye West sharing with Elon Musk that he is not bipolar. Kanye's text states, when we are going, when are we going to speak? You owe me nothing. You never have to speak to me again. But if we do speak, the nature of the relationship has to change. I am not bipolar. I have signs of autism 
from my car accident. That's the rapper how this works. Added, yeah, yeah. The rapper added, you can't watch Kim keep my kids from me and say anything publicly, then call yourself my friend so I can bring my audience to your struggling platform. What are your thoughts? Funky, I know when you went to Florida State University, I know this was not taught. <laughs> Did you ever hear of autism being brought on by a car accident or by? Yeah, no, I heard of concussions. I heard of short-term memory loss. I heard of frontal lobe damage, which could, which could lead to some cognitive, you know, issues. But I never thought being knocked around, bopped around, experiencing some type of head trauma can put you on the spectrum. Who knew? Uh, but you know what? Hey, you learn something new every day. Honestly, truthfully, what I got from this, um, one of those people who they have a disability, a learning disability, and you find this a lot of times, people who have uh, emotional or mental disorders, and they don't want to have them. They don't like the shame or the ridicule that comes along with having that diagnosis. So they try to change it to something more palatable to themselves. Yes, Kanye, you are eccentric. And, you know, there are a lot of, you know, things that you have that favor people who do have autism. And listen, whether it was brought on by accident or brought on by birth, I would not be surprised if Kanye West is on the spectrum. However, in addition to that, Kanye West, you're the one who told us you were bipolar and we're definitely believing it. That was your story and we're sticking to it because all the people I know with autism is nice. I, I, I actually like autistic people better than I do regular people if you really want to know the truth about it. You know what? I think of the autistic people I know and they are extremely nice. Yes. I think they kind of can't be mean. Like they just don't have it in them to do that. Yeah. Uh, Al, what are your thoughts on this autism brought on by a car accident claim? Well, we know that the one thing that we do know from scientists is that autism development from traumatic brain injury does happen, but at 90% or I think it's a number like 80% is when they're children and children only. So we know Kanye's just making up excuses. Another thing is that Kanye has been under medical supervision for so long that we he knows what he's been diagnosed with and he's only shared with us what he wants us to think it is. In my opinion, I don't think he's bipolar. I think he has MPD, which is multiple personalities, and we see over the course of the last 10 years, all 36 of them <laughs> made that number up, but that's what it appears like to me. But the thing that bothers me the most about Kanye and the thing that bothers me the most about this particular uh, article is that he's having this conversation with himself pretending and showing us that he had the contact number for Elon Musk and, you know, and allegedly that was supposed to mean something to us. But Elon Musk has thrown you off the platform, has blocked you. So you've gone through a friend to send these texts, to share these text messages that you sent to a blocked account. That is crazy. And I am simply tired of Kanye using his mental health as an excuse for his poor behavior. I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. And it actually makes me question if he really has a mental disease or a mental disorder. You know, and then also catching like Kim catching strays, like keeping him away from his kids when from what it appears, it doesn't seem like that to me. And I feel like he wants to be the victim. And also 
with the way he's been behaving in the past few years, I would think he might need, he might be someone that may need to be away from them until he gets a little bit more stable because he's showing a lot of manic behavior, like up and down, up and down. And that kind of behavior, I don't know about you guys. When I was younger, I was around some mentally ill people because my one of my aunts in Italy worked at a hospital. And when we go visit, we'd be around them. And I would it would freak me out, like the instability of things. Imagine your parent going through up, down, up, down, up, down, and then coming for your mother. I think the more he talks, the more he builds a case against them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Personally. All right. Ralph Douglas West, the second, a pastor in Houston, Texas, is ordered to pay over two million dollars for transmitting genital herpes to a woman. The jury found West liable to the plaintiff for battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress and fraudulent concealment. What are your thoughts on this mess, Al? You know what? He deserves the punishment, but I don't know that it's a $2.4 million worth. This is the largest settlement of its kind in the history of justice, and it stands on the back of a black man. It doesn't feel right to me. It feels excessive, and I think that his lawyer should appeal. Now, is it wrong for him to transmit a sexually transmitted disease? Absolutely. Should he be punished? Absolutely. But why is this the largest in the history of justice that is the question mark for me and on the other side of that look these two are old enough they're not young kids these two are old enough that both parties should be asking and answering the questions before they consent to any type of sexual activity uh funky i just thought about something funny if Somebody accused you of giving them herpes, right? And so obviously at that point, they got it. Can't you be like, oh, well, girl, I didn't have this and you gave it to me? And like nullify the whole thing? Because I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking, does it work that way? Or can the body, can they tell when they do your blood work who's had it longer than the other person? I don't know if the science works that way. Um, you know, I... I I don't want to minimize what he did. Um, and I don't have the exact statistic, but isn't it one of those things like depending on which simplex, simplex one, simplex two, simplex three, that like majority of the nation has some version of, of herpes or cold sore, simplex, however the science goes. Um, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want nobody to give me no damn herpes. But I don't think it's worth two point something million dollars either. Like I, I, I don't want to say it's not that big a deal because it is, but it's just not two point something million dollars worth the deal, in my opinion. I strongly disagree with both of you. Um, tell a woman who has herpes that it's not worth two point four million. Where if you carry a baby, you now have to have a, a C section, or you risk your child being born blind. Come on, y'all. This is this is not cool. And Al, what we're not about to do is dismiss it because it's a black man and say that he's getting a harsh. I never punishment. said dismiss well, it. Well, you said. I okay, never said dismiss let me finish. It. Can I finish my sentence? You, you said can't. Don't say something go I didn't go, say. Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. Keep coming. No, no, don't say something I didn't say. Well, let me correct it and stop cutting me off. I said you said it's and on the back of a black man. 
I don't give a damn if it's on the back of a black man. What about the black woman that was infected with herpes? And if she chooses to have a child now, she her kid could be blind. Like, why no is that a big one? I mean, no no stop, stop cutting me off. Stop, please. <laughs> I let you talk. Like you do the okay. let's both let's let's respect each other here. We do the come on. We got three okay. years of shit. Imagine your sister who wanted to be a mother sleeps with a man that lies or or they never have a conversation or they use a condom because you can't get herpes still with a condom, right? The base of it has has the herpes and that skin to skin contact. Mm. Imagine she catches herpes taking precautions from a pastor, right? And then we're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Get over it. And she, I, go ahead. Never said it wasn't a big of a deal. I said my issue is it happened with this case with the black man. There are hundreds and thousands of cases of white men, Hispanic men, and Asian men who have been charged with the same crime, not at this level. That's my argument. Well, well when you find a guy- she shouldn't, have been, she shouldn't have been sleeping with no pastor. It wasn't- uh, I can give you it, that. It wasn't married. See, God don't, God don't like none of this. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely some some mess ups on all sides. But when you find a case of a white man and, and a, please submit it to Justin and we'll cover it on the show. But right now we covering this. And I just I, I'm I'm definitely going gonna to take issue with it. Not like I don't care that it's a black man. Like what about the when it's a black on black crime? Why is it oh, the, the, on the back of a black man? Well, on, on the back and vagina of a black woman like. I, I'm I don't want to make this a conversation of black against white women, I mean, black women against black men. That's not my argument. I thought I made that very clear at the top of my conversation. I said that it was appropriate for him to be charged. I just didn't like the fact that when I did case studies that I found five or six white men who did the same thing and paid less money. That's it. Why are they paying two thousand dollars in a black man? Some cream on her tussy cat, and we go to commercial. <laughs> so the argument is, let's charge the white people like we charge this black man, not let's charge this black man less. That hurt about. I black never people. said charge less. Well, I'm saying that. All right, okay. coming up, find out. Ooh, we got spicy all week. Find out why Martha <laughs> Stewart is defending her sexiness, and I'm gonna see if y'all think she's sexy. Stay close. Welcome back to the show. Make sure you hit that like button for us. All right, y'all, Martha Stewart is slamming the trolls for thinking that she's dressing too sexy for her age. Martha Stewart shared during the interview, I don't think about age. I think people are more and more and more fabulous than they've ever been in their senior years, and I applaud every one of them. All right, y'all, are you here for Martha keeping it sexy at the age of 82. Wow, she looks good for 82. Al, what do you think? And do you think Martha Stewart is sexy? Would you holler? Absolutely. I think yes and good for her. I didn't see anything that I felt was age inappropriate. And look, at that age, at 82, I'm going to do what the hell I want to do anyway. So keep up the good work, Martha. You're looking good. And kudos for yeah. all that you bring to the culture. Uh, Martha looks damn good. She looks damn good. She dresses for her body type. Um, she dresses for her money type. And, and 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 here's what I want people to understand. I actually think Martha Stewart is like 10 times sexier than somebody in their 20s. Because here's what people don't understand. Sex appeal is not a physical thing. It really is an energy that radiates from the inside out. And it is a confidence. And there's a certain type of confidence that you have at 82 that you don't have 
at 22 and it comes with understanding yourself understanding the world and understanding just your being as a whole and i like that she doesn't think that sexiness is like to your point uh just putting on something skimpy she's sexy but still it's still it's classy sexy like she's showing a leg but her arms are covered mm-hmm. or vice versa she she has the right balance of it and i had no idea she was that old because she looks that good so kudos look at her look at the legs yeah look at her legs looks amazing all right, let me get your thoughts on this tweet from Spiritual World. Soulmates, we'd like you to chime in in the chat. What can you say during sex, but also at a family dinner? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's more from where that come from. I was going to say, oh, that hit the spot. <laughs> How does it taste? You like, oh, you like that? Ooh, that's too salty. <laughs> Ooh, this pie sweet. <laughs> or, ooh, this cookie sweet. Okay, y'all want to keep keep going, please. This, like meat too, this meat too tough. <laughs> ooh, it tastes, ooh, it tastes a little fishy. <laughs> oh, you ooh, it got a hair, ooh, it got hair in it. Ooh. All right. Way to finish the week strong on brand. <laughs> oh, it tastes a little gritty. It tastes, it tastes a little gritty. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be doing this again soon. Oh, this meat is dry. <laughs> this meat is dry. <laughs> oh, uh, these noodles ain't hard enough. They, they too soft. <laughs> We have covered so many crazy stories this week, so we'd like to end our show this week by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the week. Oh, God. I don't want another threatening text message about y'all and me and us. Tea bag of the week goes to Benzino. What do you have to say about our honorary teabag of the week? Who'd like to go first? I, I, listen, I already uh, emptied the clip earlier this week on the show, so I, I ain't got nothing else to say. I don't. I already said too damn much. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, I shared on the show that I, I can understand where he came from with the comment. But may I offer some some suggestions or some advice? You're way too grown to not educate yourself more and to figure out why something like a transgender woman in the same room with you triggers you to the point where you don't want to be near them. Especially, let's also remind everyone that Benzino had a very successful magazine that catered to a lot of different people. He had Hip Hop we- Hip Hop Weekly's part of the source. Like you should know things like just being in media that, you know, certain comments like that, what they're gonna do when you put them out there like that. So he should probably know better with that. So I wonder what, has he reached out to you Funky since the revelation? Have you heard mm-hmm. from him? As of now, no, it's so funny. I got it this morning and actually checked my DMs because I just figured I probably have something, but no. No, I mean, with what? The truth from the past? And granted, it was a long time ago, y'all. Just long over 10 years ago. So it really, you know, ain't that deep in the grand scheme of life. Um, but no, 
Well, there have been some people who have been reaching out or who have been feeling away. So to John Amos, his son, and to Tyrese, we hear you. We know you're mad. You're feeling a little bit about the coverage. But our thing is this. If you're not trending, we don't report on you. We don't just pick people that are not in, uh, trending. So we report on what's trending. So who makes you trend? You. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight and doing that thing. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Please watch the repeat tomorrow and also hit that like button. Straight, stay tuned for Street Flavor. We'll see you next week. Fellas, have a great weekend and try to be good, please. I'm unlocking my better self. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs>